Hey, we now uh, welcome to our pod, pod, podcast. <laughs> our podcast. Uh, our podcast. Uh, my name is Ben Peel, and this is Emily Nielsen. Yes. If there's any noise going off in the background, it's because Notting Hill Carnival is just parading down the end of our street. So we woke up this morning, and we're all like, and uh, the air stunk a jerk chicken and. Marijuana and marijuana. <laughs> um, so we've been out, had a little wander around Notting Hill Carnival today. Been absolutely banging. We just picked up a bottle of wine and we wine, <laughs> and then we've come back and we're just having a little tipple and a little chat. Yeah. So check this out. I got a story for you, Nielsen. Yeah. Okay. True. True story. Hit me. Right. I've titled this story "Biggest Mix-Up Ever." <laughs> okay. So okay. I wrote, I, I was jotting down this story the other day, and it's a true story. Is uh, it actually a true story? Dead true. Like hundred percent true. Hundred percent true, and it's possibly maybe about a, how old? Uh, probably like maybe an eight-year-old, ten-year-old story. Okay, and I remem- I'm gonna hear it and then I get to see if I believe it's actually a true story. I remembered it while going- bullshitting it. <laughs> I remembered it when I was going through my wardrobe and I saw this red shirt, right? And I thought I need to write this story down. So, right, I'm gonna write what I read. I once, bear in mind, I used to like have a studio and recording equipment and sound systems, and I used to rent it out. So, I once supplied the sound system for a wedding and was asked. On, to be on site for like technical reasons yeah. and the reasons were instead of having a DJ they've got like five or six of their guests to supply a half an hour playlist on their iPods so they needed me there to plug in the iPods and stuff like that so they said as it's a wedding <laughs> as it's a wedding can you dress smart Yeah. like don't turn up like a working men's club DJ or something so I'm like yeah, you don't know me. I always dress smart. So I thought to myself, I got this new red shirt from Topman, and it like pinstriped and that, and it's like red. It's a bit devilish, you know what I mean? I thought, Ooh. so I, so I uh, thought I'm gonna wear that. My, my black jeans, and my boots, you know, my shoes look super sharp. So I rocked up at the wedding, set up the sound system. I had to get there before the the wedding party got there. Um, we set up. We did a sound check, and I got the tunes playing. And and I'm kicking some tunes, and then biggest mix-up ever. Once all like they'd had some music playing and stuff like that, and the Toastmaster introduced, you know, like thanked everyone for coming down. They all sat down for the meal, and uh, the doors opened of the, like what goes in the kitchen, and all the waiters and waitresses <laughs> came out in uh, red shirts, black jeans, and shoes. And I was like, no way. Out of all my shirts, I've worn exactly the same as the waiters and waitresses. And they were like, all come out, it was like out of a musical. They all come out like, dun, 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 dun. and they all started surfing the tables and pouring wine with a little tissue, uh, a towel over their arms yeah, and that. And I thought, oh, this is so embarrassing. And it wasn't until like halfway through main course, um, some of the guests, the boots had been flowing a bit. Some of the guests are like a, uh, excuse me, excuse me, and I'm like, and I thought it was like musical or technical related to the audio, and I'd be like, excuse me, uh, what, what's the matter? And they're like, um, my grave is cold, and and to start off with, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't work here, I'm actually the the DJ or the sound guy, um, I, I'm, and then they're like, oh, 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 I'm sorry, and it was just like an honest mix-up, but it started happening that many times that it was just easier for me. <laughs> 
to sort of like go get a waiter or a waitress and, and, and I don't know if these were like an agency crew because yeah. they didn't really know each other as well so they didn't know if I worked there as well and, and it turned out it was just easier for me to just go get hot gravy for them and they were like excuse me can I get more red wine and I'm like oh, I, I don't work oh, fuck it so I just started pouring wine and stuff like that and before I knew it by the time it come to desserts I was busting into the kitchen and like shouting at the chef going like we're missing two souffles two souffles for table seven you pulling up your shirt and like I was like like running the joint right by the end of it I had other waiters and waitresses coming up to me like um, do you know whether where any fresh fork you know like clean new forks are yeah. and because I've already been previously asked by a guest for like a new cutlery and stuff I'm like oh it's second draw down but and before I knew it I was like the fucking head waiter at this <laughs> wedding, just knocking it out of the ballpark. And um, <laughs> and if you're going to dress up for a wedding, my, what I've learned from this is don't wear what the waiters and waitresses are happening because you'll end up doing a double shift. I was like DJing, doing the sound <laughs> and running a team of waiters. And uh, true story, that. Is that actually that true? is dead true, and it oh, was it? it was in Halifax. It was a in in Shipton, at a pub. Was it a pub? A pub like a pub store, a hotel type. Yeah. It was pretty posh. Um, and <laughs> when I, when I when I got home, my dad were like, "Oh, you look knackered." I'm like, "I've just <laughs> I've just done like a twelve hour shift as a waiter." He's like, I thought you were doing audio. I'm like, I thought I was. Couldn't believe it. The the groom come up to me actually afterwards. And they were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so, you should have said. I'm like, I kept telling everyone, but because there were just that many of you, I just it was just easier for me to just get you a knife and fork or go chase, <laughs> up, go chase up the souf- missing souffle. Did you get extra paid for it? No, no. <laughs> but as it was a wedding, naturally, you've got to bump up your price anyway because you know they've got a budget. Mm. So it's not just like a gig cost. You already overcharged them. Let's, let's not go into finance here. We just know that you overcharged them. But at least you worked for the money. Oh, so. yeah, I worked hard for it, definitely. It yeah. might be an easy gig, turn up, plug in some iPods and go home. Instead, I was shouting at chefs. <laughs> I was bollocking incompetent waiters and waitresses and polishing cutlery at end at night. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I had some to, to do the shit things as well. Like, cutlery-wise, as a waitress, is the worst thing you can ever do, but that's, you still did it. That's oh, That with a chair, by the way. No, he just farted. No, if you ever, do you ever sit? Do you ever have you ever like been somewhere and sat in a chair and he goes, and, yeah. And rather than say, oh, that one a fart because straight away you think they're gonna there think was it was a fart. fart. Yeah. So you don't say oh, so you sit there, and like like it just didn't do it. Then you end up like wiggling to try and make it repeat the same sound. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that? So you sit down. Yeah. And, and you'll just look awkwardly at each other and you're oh, like... so embarrassing. And you'll wiggle a little bit, just try and make it make that sound again so you can go, huh? Huh, you see? Yeah. See, it with a chair. <laughs> and if you don't make that sound again, like this isn't doing... Then you just look like an absolute idiot. Yeah, but that one a fart, that with a chair. Um, Trying to think of other good stories for you. This one time... Yeah. One, this one time, it's happened a couple of times, but have you ever come home, like, late night and you're up early... And you just kick off your clothes, but you, like, and get to bed. But you pull down your pants and your underwear at the same time just to yeah. get them off quicker. Everybody does that. Yeah, I I thought this was just me. So you just get <laughs> on, you just rip <laughs> off your underpants and your pants, or your knickers and your pants at the same yeah. time, and they stay inside your jeans. And then, 
have you have you ever the next day woken up after six hours sleep or something really tired and you just get up and you throw on yesterday's trousers but you put fresh underwear on and it's not until like six hours through the next day that, that you've got like like you feel like your pants are twisted or tight and you're like what the hell what? Oh, the fuck and is then, that? Yeah, yeah, and then you you put your hand down and there's like a bulger and you pull out like some dirty underwear from yesterday. <laughs> no. Have you never done that? No. I maybe, maybe done it with like a sock. Yeah, socks, socks is up there maybe, with underpants. Yeah, maybe with a sock, but I don't think I've done it with sock, underwear. Sock is like entry level embarrassment. <laughs> I was once at college and, um, this, uh, he was a lecturer and a producer and he was also did bits for like a record label and stuff like that. I'd taken in my demo to see him and we were getting on really well and I thought, this is cool. He, yeah. He was like starting to talk about stuff out of college that I thought I might be getting my record to the right people here. I remember walking down this corridor and I'm chatting to him <laughs> yeah. and it felt, and, and bear in mind, this is like three o'clock in the afternoon so these underpants have been in my trousers. <laughs> All day, I've rode a bus to college, I've been sat in many different lecturers, not even noticed. People probably thought I had like a, a lump or something like in my leg, because I wear skinny jeans, you see, so a pair of underpants in there, you'd see it. So, I might, right, so I'm walking down the corridor and I'm chatting to him, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, so any chance like you can pass my record on to, you know, anyone, uh, you know... I heard you mention so and, and as we're walking down it felt like my jeans were twisted and I, I'm sort of <laughs> kicking my leg out and he kept looking and I'm walking and I'm trying to play it cool I'm like this is just uncomfortable I'm twisting all my pants and then I kicked my leg again and as I kicked as I kicked my, as I kicked my leg a pair of burgundy underpants shot out at the, at the end of my trouser leg and we were coming up to a, like a, a pair of fire doors in the corridor yeah. like the corridors in sections and you go yeah, through yeah, double yeah. doors and as I kicked my leg, these underpants went, and they they sort of like hit the door, and then just sort of slid down the door in the corridor. And he like looked surprised. He turned around me and went, "What the fuck was that?" And I went, "I'm not sure, but I think it's my underpants." And he genuinely thought it was the underpants that I had on, but that I managed to somehow manoeuvre them off my body and kick them out of my trouser leg. And he went, "Your underpants? You've just kicked out your underpants?" And I went, "They're not the underpants I'm wearing." And he was like, "What?" So then I ex- had to explain to him, have you ever taken your pants off that quick <laughs> yeah. that you take your underpants off? And his answer was, no. <laughs> so then, like, it was just really awkward for the... Weirdo. Yeah, we had, like, another two corridors to walk down together and it was just really weird and he was laughing his head off. And he says, um, I can't pass your record on, obviously, but I'd love to have a listen myself and, um, if anything... I don't think I'll ever forget you because you're the only <laughs> person I've ever seen shoot out a pair, volley a pair of underpants out of the bottom of your trousers and straight into a fire door. Like, whoosh. <laughs> luckily for me, nobody were walking through. But ever, ever happened to you? No, as I said, I do believe that the closest thing. I've... Sorry, I, don't, I, I just sat think. Just topping up your wine. That's such a good sound, though, isn't it? Sounds good, that, doesn't yeah. it? That's a sign of a quality wine. That if, you pour, if you pour it in front of a microphone and it sounds like Hollywood. No! If it sounds like somebody pouring wine in a movie, it's a good wine. That is bullshit. So well, that's you, why... you heard it for yourself? Yeah, but it is a good wine, but it's good wine because... Yeah, t- t- wine. why don't you tell us where you got this expensive wine from, Nielsen? I stole it. There we go. <laughs> uh, you know, You know what? 
you're not meant to admit it that quick on tape. You're meant to say no comment, no comment. Speak to my <laughs> speak to my lawyer. Speak to my solicitor. You just admitted it. That's why one I've been in prison mm. three times. Yeah. <laughs> we, we won't say where we stole it from because exactly. Um, but it's. But and if you live in the vicinity of London and you've had a bottle of wine missing, yeah, uh, uh, call in on oh seven five one five five five. Exactly, but no. As I said again, it sucks. I would. I cannot specifically remember a, a, like a scenario that you have with my sock in my trousers, but I do believe that it probably happened once or twice. But I think it's more when I'm coming home, take it off. And I realise it's there because yeah. the sock is obviously as well smaller than an underwear. Especially so. when you've got tiny feet. <laughs> if I had a sock, if and I had I one also, of my socks caught in there, it'd be like, it'd be like a scarf. But I also just wearing, you know, small socks. You know those half socks. They're not even socks, them. They're like toe caps. <laughs> no. They're like toe caps because, you stretch around your heel. But is it kind of weird, isn't it? Because what? Why are you using socks for? What's the first purpose for the thing a sock? Is, I used to think that, and one day I went out with no socks on, and your shoe gets right sweaty. So I think it's to yeah, let, but is it just it's to give your shoes longer shelf life? I think no, because then you're taking because you're sweating to the sock, you wash the sock, you put a fresh sock on, and the shoe stays fresh. Yeah, but then because you hear in the winter time, for example, you take take extra socks on so you're not freezing or you not get cold. Yeah, that's a temperature. So it's, yeah, so is it? That's the reason why you have it, and that's why you're maybe not using it as much in the summer than you're doing in the winter. Maybe they just don't make shoes warm enough, and that's why you've got to put an extra layer on, which is the sock. Yeah, it's but, an insulation yeah, layer. Yeah, but so then, so for example, I'm using the very small sock. The sport sock, I, th- I believe it's called. What? The sport sock. I'm not socks. sure what it's called. If you know what but, it's called, uh, do let us know. But also, now, so first, obviously, sock started up to. Up to your ankle, and that was a standard sock. You remember the knee sock? Yeah, we maybe started in the knee. Then it went down And then the it went down to the ankle. And then it went down to this half socks that I'm using. Yeah. And then now I have this one that's literally just over the toes and around. When's it going to end? It'll end when you, each toe has an individual little sock. Yeah. And you don't even put it over but your it, foot. But it makes me questioning why are the purpose for the socks? I think it's a sweat thing. Because if you can if you can chop off half of it and yeah. it still does the same thing that it was supposed to do from the beginning. I think the knee sock what is it then? The, the, they started off with the knee sock because I thought in like old English, well, just old world time. Like, oh, um, I've created, I've created. <laughs> I'm trying to do old English. So, tally uh, here, I've created a garment that, that I'm going to call the sock, and it goes from your foot to your knee, and everyone's like, this is banging. So everybody's wearing them. But, like, knee socks are a bit sexy. So maybe, like, in the Victorian times, it'd be like... Yeah, now you're only wearing... And they're like, cut it down, it's too sexy. Too sexy, cut down the sexiness. (laughs) So they went to the ankle. But then that were revealing a bit more leg. And they're like, again, too sexy. Let's just cap it off at the toe. And uh, it it won't come above the shoe. And I think that's the evolution of the sock right there. Because I used my friends used to make fun of me because I was never wearing socks. Maniac. Who don't wear socks? Like winter, summer, spring, autumn, doesn't matter. Twenty minus degrees or twenty plus degrees. Sorry, I just drank my wine like an absolute <laughs> Tastes better when it's stolen, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, stolen wine. 
It's better than paid work. Yeah, so the sock. But I, yeah, I used to never wear socks, yeah? Yeah. And then... Well, I'm glad you've evolved with the rest of us and started wearing them. Yeah, but then it was in Switzerland because it was in a winter wonderland and my friend Emily, who I was living with, she's like... She introduced you to the sock. No, she was like, you need to wear socks, you absolutely fucking idiot. Yeah. So I was like, and all, I mean, it turned into me, and I was like, okay, I wear socks a bit more. And now I cannot not wearing socks because what you said before that it turns yeah. into like all slippery it's like... and it's so uncomfortable. That noise was foot on shoe action. Yeah, but like for years I was never because yeah. I had a thing. First, I only wear white socks. Yeah. Period. Nothing else. If I was wearing socks, I was wearing white socks. Well, I've seen you in your white socks. You look like Michael Jackson half the time. Yeah, but I don't know. Do you know he called last week and wants them back? He did, and I, I refused to give them. Though it's funny, you mentioned Switzerland, how it changed your opinion on the sock. When I first got off the bus <laughs> in Switzerland, I've never, I've never really left. I've been to, like, Benidorm or somewhere. I've never been to a winter resort in my life, and I've never really left Bradford. And I got off the bus, and I had, I had these black skinny top man jeans on. Yeah. I had these winkle picker like top man shoes on with no grip on, so I was like wearing skis basically. <laughs> and then I had uh, what was it? It might have been like a really tight polo shirt. Yeah. All top shop because <laughs> it was only stuff that fit me. And I had this top shop Mac that were like a Frank Spencer type Mac or Inspector Gadget type Mac. And I remember getting off, and my brother said it's cold, and uh, so wrap up. And me putting the Mac on was me wrapping up. And he says, when you get off the bus, just wait. I'll be there in about 15 minutes. Them 15 minutes were the coldest, or the second, cold, third coldest I've ever I'm been. I'm just going low and yeah. It's not the coldest, fuck it, it but the, it was cold. It was the third coldest I've ever been. And I just sat there, and every you, are, you again, you, you know you're doing some either fantastic or something really stupid when people just stop and stare at you <laughs> and take a picture yeah you're either doing something really cool and people go yeah. oh yeah I've got to get a picture of this this guy's cool or oh yeah Isn't this it, guy yeah. is really stupid I've got to get a picture of this people were just taking pictures of me because they were like this guy ain't going to survive 15 <laughs> minutes and when my brother come and I, I remember my eyes felt frosty my lips were blue and I was just like <laughs> just shaking that there. yeah yeah my brother met, met me and he's like what the f- Okay, you well, wearing? Imagine if you had some knee socks there, then you would be at least a little bit warmer. I think it, I wouldn't be able to fit them. My jeans were that tight. I would never fit a sock between my ankle and my knee because my jeans were so tight. They were like leggings. Well, so you need the small socks. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The socklet. So even if you're mocking them in the never, I, day, you actually need them. Never mock the sock, as my great great grandma used to say, <laughs> Benny boy. Never mock the smock sock. (laughs) It was a bit of a tongue twister. Benny boy, never mock the sock. And I never knew what she meant until now. God rest her soul, great, great, great Granny Peel. Now now it makes sense. She knew what she was talking about, didn't she? She didn't take no shit. Don't mock the sock. Exactly. Emily, why are you you taking a pissing corner? It's almost like a Pinot Noir, I would say. Mm. They're very nice, Pinot Noir from Spain. Well, I think that is enough for today's podcast um, because this wine is getting the better of us. Tune in next time. Um, yeah, so cool. 
I've been Ben Peel and you've been Emily Nielsen and thank you for listening um, good night and god bless arrivederci which is see you soon see you soon what language French no Italian 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 wow <laughs> no, no Italian if you know what she said in what language yeah. let us know Okay, bye. Bye.